0: Welcome to the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Lenny. We're listening to all 92 Diamond Albums certified by Billboard. Today's album is...
1: Boston. By Boston. Uh,
0: but before anything else, here's our new segment.
1: And welcome back to your music news. Kesha announces a new paranormal series called Conjuring Kesha. Can't wait for that. Uh, Mr. Nico McBrain of Iron Maiden had his 70th birthday. Nate.
0: Isn't this the most... Pleasant noise. Continue.
1: What are you doing?
0: <laughs> Just listening to the music news.
1: Oh my god! I'm gonna lose my Bon Jovi founding member Alec John Such passed away at the age of seventy.
0: Mm, rest in peace.
1: Rest in peace. Um. Ian Hunter. Who went by the stage name Ian Hunter Patterson. Why? uh, (laughs) Celebrated his 83rd birthday.
0: Hey, shout out to you. (laughs) Patterson. Hunter Patterson.
1: Yeah, buddy. Uh, Rolling Stone has come out with the 200 greatest hip-hop albums of all time. And there's a lot of debate going on because... I can't remember who it was. I can't remember if it was Nicki Minaj or Megan Thee Stallion. No, it, it was uh, Cardi B. Yes, Cardi B was placed higher than a lot of other hip-hop artists mm-hmm. that should not have been under her album. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go check out the list, see what your opinions are. Uh, I don't care about that. Oh, Foo Fighters and the Hawkins family present a Taylor Hawkins tribute concert. There is one at Wembley Stadium in the UK September 3rd and there's one at the Kia Forum in Los Angeles, California September 27th. Tickets are on sale by the time you see this. Turn up. Uh, Kanye West turned 45. Dang. Billie Eilish debuts a new song called TV that nods to The Depp her Trial and Roe versus Wade and a lot of things that are going on today in our political world. Um the Sex Pistols God Save the Queen could hit number one in the UK it was reissued last week on two special vinyl records launching the track into the top five and they also have their new um is
0: that their national anthem
1: (laughs) by imagine is it I don't think it is God Save the Queen by the Sex Pistols
0: no but God Save the Queen isn't that like
1: you're gonna have to look that up because to me that is not the same song while well, he's looking that up, for the first time in six de- in the six-decade history of the Grammys, they are adding an award to specifically honor the most prolific songwriters in the music industry so they will finally get their shining glory. There's been a little bit of controversy because... Uh, <coughs> actually, Paul, there's a video of Paul Stanley on Kiss's last tour, and it seems that he missed the cue for his Oh no! Vocals? It's definitely not. <laughs> yeah, uh, for his vocals, and so people think that he lip syncs along to tracks. Oh, controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob Halford's new goal is to get a picture with Dolly Parton at the Rock uh, Hall induction. He said he's not sure if he'll be allowed to do it, but he's going to figure out a way to uh-huh. do it. So, and Johnny Depp and Jeff Beck share the first single from their album together. Go listen to that if you really feel so inclined. And Ozzy Osbourne is to undergo a major operation on Monday to repair his neck, and he hopes to be on the road again in the near future. Last but certainly not least, I don't think I mentioned this in the music news, but Britney Spears had a miscarriage of her child. Uh huh. But recently, she actually married her fiance, Sam, in a very this says romantic ceremony and apparently there were a, a lot of stars there as there should be and that's it for your music news
0: and we're back but before we get into anything else uh, here's our social medias the twitter tdmpod tdmpod the instagram the diamond Mind podcast the youtube for our face uh, the diamond mine if you look up diamond mine podcast it's us uh, tiktok diamond Mind podcast um, like subscribe favorite share Comment, whatever. Email Nate. Give us the specs on Boston, lady.
1: This album has only eight songs, and it is 38 minutes long. It was released on August 25th, 1976, and it went a whopping 17 times platinum. Dang, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was also recorded in a basement. And Apple mentions the phrase "power pop" when describing this album, which I think is a more accurate representation than just mm-hmm. pure like rock music. Yeah. Especially after listening to it. So now, first song.
0: This first song is called "More Than a Feeling." This is the most popular song on the album. Uh, it's pretty solid. This, for some reason, reminds me of like NCIS or like Law and Order, or some show like that. Um, I'm sure it was on that when I was little, and for some reason, I like subconsciously have that connection. Um, catchy chorus it's the king of only knowing one line of it though and then mumbling the rest just like more
1: than a feeling yeah you can't reading the lyrics and actually listening to them is very different yeah
0: it was really weird Um, pretty much just like your standard rock song um, iconic riff right before the chorus and this one is pretty solid
1: Okay, Okay. (laughs) thank you. Yeah, I got you. Uh, With this song, there was no hesitation. They just jumped right into the chorus. Very catchy and a very popular song. At least by Boston. Uh, My take from it is that, you know, people come and go, but they leave an impact. And a song reminds him of those people, specifically Marianne, who's mentioned in this song, who presented more than a feeling to him, hence the name of the song. Mm Mm-hmm. And the climax of the song hits at around like 327-ish with uh, powerful vocals and some overtaking guitar notes and riffs. And it ends with the chorus, of course, the most popular part of the song, and it fades out with instrumentation.
0: This next song is called Peace of Mind. Uh, Definitely a very upbeat song. Very generic pop rock feel. Um, There's nothing super flavorful in this jumping out to me, and that's how I feel throughout the album. Um, I was bopping my head and having a good time, but I wasn't fully convinced that this album should have been as high as it was placed yet, and I still never really get convinced that. Um, long Outro showing off their instrumental skill, though. Um, and I... That is a reoccurring thing, and mm-hmm. uh, I do like their instrumental better than their actual... Vocals and songs, though. Okay. Like, when they're just sitting there jamming, I think that that's so much better than the, like, actual, like, chorus and verse structure because yeah. I think it's so generic. And I think this album feels very generic uh, and very poppy. Um, I touch on
1: that at the end,
0: yeah. They have... Uh, a lot of their songs will be driven by, like, one riff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a knock. I'm just saying that's their style, and I picked that up on this. So, yeah, not... Great, not bad, honestly, just kind of a mediocre song.
1: It's mainly one riff and then a very simplistic drum pattern, yes, um, peace of mind, so this has nice harmonies with the background vocalist. like I just said, a very simple drum beat to add some flavor, but mainly it's just to direct the rest of the band, uh nice guitar riff and vocals up front, a nice you know rhythm, and kind of like a swing for the listeners um has a guitar solo that almost sounds like it's kind of battling with itself back and forth like it almost sounds like it's two different guitars going like one at a time um I liked this one better than more than a feeling not significantly but I did like it a little bit better and I took it as basically people are worried about what others are doing instead of you know what they themselves are doing And the storyteller here basically doesn't care about what other people are saying or doing and they just want to live the life that... Or he just wants to live the life that he's living. And it's a solid minute-long outro. Next.
0: Um, I will add, though, that the outro on that song is not as much of them just playing and showing off their instrumental skill as it is just hammering home that riff. And I wasn't as much about that as I would be in later segments where it's just instrumental. Yeah. And that's what leads us to this song. Uh, foreplay slash long time. I was definitely enjoying foreplay more than long time. Uh, give me some five play. Give me some six play because I was really enjoying the foreplay. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like aliens in the beginning, which I guess is kind of cool because the album cover is you know a UFO, which that is a dope album cover. That is an awesome yeah. album cover. Uh, and also on Apple Music they have animated album covers and it looks super duper cool. Um, they come in with this. Big, ripping guitar chords after the alien sounds. Uh, Definitely a different feel than the last one. Um, The chords, as they're playing, he's slamming a cymbal on every single different chord. Um, There's a nice, sexy bass line, driven by some organ and some distorted guitar. Um, I enjoyed it.
1: We described that very differently.
0: (laughs) What, the bass line? Oh, yeah, I called it sexy. Um, I enjoyed this thus far. It didn't feel generic. The opening was intense, but it falls off almost into this, like, nothingness. And then it goes into what is long time. And long time is a lot more of, like, a generic uh, poppy rock song. They they throw the vocals back and forth between the, like, two takes that they have. Um, and then, they they'll sometimes have the ripping instrumental again. Uh, I like the chorus... With the harmony in the back, it repeats it a couple times more than my liking, but uh, this one had been one that I enjoyed a lot more than the first two. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, definitely. So, like Nate already said, killer intro with organ, lots of cymbal action, and a mean and prominent bass line that lasts for roughly two and a half minutes.
0: Oh <gasps> that no, was, that was no, gone. it hit both rims.
1: Then, at, like Nate said, it kind of trails off. Uh, singling out the organ, but then the drums pick up with the guitar to begin the song and lead them to the lyrics. Uh, the instrumental breaks between the verses and chorus features claps and acoustic guitar, and then they're interrupted with, you know, and it kind of brings it back to life with that pop rock sound. Um, like Nate said, this song is the best one so far, and. Except I will say that the last 40 seconds of the song probably could have been cut off. it
0: repeated the chorus a little bit too many times.
1: Definitely, definitely did. Um, And at this point, if the album kind of continues with the trend of getting better with each song, then I don't think it would be a horrible album. Hate to break it to you, though. It doesn't. Next.
0: (laughs) Uh, This next song is called Rock and Roll Band. Uh, This one kind of goes back to more of a poppy feel. But it has some bluesy aspects with a riff that in the back that I'm really enjoying. Um, it's just a normal rock song about being in a rock and roll band. It's definitely a step back from the depth that we had in the last song. The last song had a lot of, like, prog feel to it. Um, I like the narrative, though. It's fun. Um, not, I didn't enjoy it as much as the last one, but this one is very easy listening, and I could listen to this one like in an outside setting. Yeah. Um, and the last one was a lot, so I don't blame them for having the next one simplistic. being simplistic. Yeah. yeah,
1: I actually love when bands do this, where they basically talk about themselves, like being in a rock band yeah. or like whatever. And I know we've ran into this before, but I cannot remember who it was. But we have had a song like this before, and the only other one I can think of is Whiplash by Metallica, where they basically say, we'll never stop, we'll never quit, because we're Metallica. Yeah. And they talk about like thrashing and stuff like that. It's really cool. Anyway. So this sounds like the most mainstream, straightforward, generic rock song, like Nate has already mentioned. Like it was from Kiss or some other band like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that this had more of the rock aspect instead of the pop. Greatly appreciated that after hearing kind of. It's not the same stuff. They did keep it interesting, but like, you know what I mean? Like just a slightly different sound. Um. Because, oh, but because this mentions being from Boston, and you know they places they played Massachusetts and Rhode Island and stuff, I bet the song goes absolutely crazy in New England.
0: Oh yeah, I bet people or like love when they tour and they yes. go to like uh, what's the Boston stadium? I, I know it, I just can't think of it off the top of my head. But when they go to the Boston like oh, yeah. Celtics arena,
1: I bet I bet they go crazy. That's crazy. But they also included a fake crowd kind of towards the middle and at the very end, which I thought was an interesting. You know, nice touch. It's pretty short, which I think is good call. Like, okay, which I think is a good call because it—if it had been longer mm-hmm. than what it was, it would have lost its like—I don't want to, like pizzazz. But that's not really. The yeah, way I'm I get what for, you're saying. You know? though. it would have just lost that touch. Also, this is absolutely unrelated in any way, shape, or form. Can you wash soap? I saw this today, and someone was like, "Yeah, let me." Like, it was a video of someone washing their soap. Is soap not self-washing?
0: Well, no, because if you had a bar of soap and you dropped it in some mud, it's not going to clean that mud off itself.
1: Yeah, but then all you have to do is put it underwater.
0: Yeah, so you're washing it.
1: Yeah, but you don't use other soap on it. It just washes itself.
0: Yeah, but you're still, you're washing it with itself.
1: Someone put, like, 20 bars of soap in a sink of all different, like, scents and stuff, which don't do that and was like washing their soap.
0: Okay, that's a little silly. That's a little silly. Can
1: I just take my hand soap on my bar of soap?
0: Yeah, that's a little silly. We can move on. Anyways, this next song is called Smokin'. This one is blues AF. Uh, feels kind of like Chuck Berry, like old school rock. Um, I like the use of organ in their songs. Rock organ is underutilized and it's really fun to hear somebody jam out on. Which happens a lot in this song. Um, There's like a beat switch halfway through the song where they're really showing off the organ again and I was having fun with it because it wasn't super duper generic pop rock. Um, They were just jamming. It felt like you were in a jam sesh and I enjoy songs like that, i.e. all the Led Zeppelin songs I like that I've said that about. Um, If you haven't watched those episodes, go and watch them now. Um, I think they're a bit basic as a band. Um, and I've thrown that word around a couple times, so I'm gonna stop saying it here. But this is my final way of saying that they're 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 a bit basic, and I'm gonna think of that probably about the rest of these songs.
1: That's yeah, that's fair. Smoking. Okay, you said more Chuck Berry, early's rock. I took it about nine years later. Wait, is this nine years later? Yeah, I think it's nine years later with Martley Crue smoking in the boys' room or something similar. I think it came out in 85. This was in 76. That's nine years, right?
0: <laughs> that came out in 89.
1: 89?
0: Yeah. So that's 13 years. Are you sure? It says release 1989, Theater of Pain,
1: Motley Crue. We're going to take a time out to look at this. Hold on.
0: And we're back. Sorry. <laughs> Took a little break there. Uh, 85. Um, my phone was just tripping balls. I don't even know. Oh, yep. she is sending me the screenshot. Here it is right here. <laughs> there you
1: go. Okay. Um, getting back into my notes after I brought up Molly Crew. I said that it, that it was actually kind of ironic considering that their song is called "Smoking in the Boys Room and this is smoking, and they sound similar, at least to me they do. Yes. And, <laughs> funny. Anyway, you know, there's a little bit of organ action in the middle with a nice jam session that has some flavor, you know. And I know already, Nate's already mentioned this, whatever. I think that sometimes instrumental sections like that, if too frequent, can be kind of, like, bleh, like, mediocre after a while but i think at at this point they're still keeping it relatively fresh because they're not too repetitive but at this point i was kind of looking at the songs and it's only a 38 minute album Mm -hmm. but i was feeling slightly bored and like i was kind of going downhill which typically doesn't hit until we're like well into albums so that was a little disappointing but we can
0: move on to the next song. Uh, one one comment I'm going to make. I think it's crazy how this album somehow figured out how to drag, even though it's only eight <laughs> songs long in 38 minutes. Like, like how did you do that? That took some skill. Because
1: the songs aren't even that long, either. Facts. Like, the longest one there was, was, like, seven. And that was something. the
0: one I enjoyed probably the most. Yeah.
1: Which, um, whatever.
0: Anyways. This next song is called Hitchin' a Ride. This song almost feels, like, beachy to me or, like, a chill vibe because they're singing all soft. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, Doesn't feel as basic as the other ones to me. There's drumming during the chorus that I really, really liked. He had some interesting little patterns going on in there. Um, Notice how everything I commented on, though, other than the singing softly that I, like, you know made a happy comment about was instrumental
1: <laughs> and yeah. not
0: like the actual song structure. Mm-hmm. I liked this one as a song though, like verse chorus a lot better than any of the last ones though, as song? verse chorus.
1: Uh, okay, I did actually make a comment about the lyrics in here, so hit your ride. Um, This was very okay, this was slower and more mellow of a song compared to the stuff we've heard previously. Uh-huh. It doesn't really start strong, and I was kind of, I won't lie, I was not really wanting to listen to the song at first. However, it does get a little bit better throughout, but the delivery of the song, something seems a little bit off for me. It wasn't all there, and the lyrics, I do think they were very solid lyrics, if you actually can understand them, or or if you read them I do think they are very well written, at least for this, you know, album from Boston. Um, And there was a solid minute 40 guitar solo at the end of the song to wrap everything up. So props to Tom or whatever. Next.
0: Okay, so this next song is called Something About You. Uh, There's distorted power chords in this that almost makes this feel like a 90s punk song to me. I was really bored, though. It isn't, this one wasn't bad, mm-hmm. it's just how it is, and like I said earlier, same complaint that I'm going to have to the end of the album. I really don't have much to say.
1: Right, so this basically has the same groove as More Than a Feeling in the beginning. This album is starting to lose the freshness that it first presented us. And I know Brad, that's his name, the lead singer, and I know he can sing lower notes because he presents this briefly in this song. And I really wish he would explore more of that because I'm tired of the higher 70s, 80s vocals that comes out. Oh, my gosh.
0: I wanted to comment on that, but I didn't know how to word it.
1: Yeah. It basically just overrides everything that's going on Uh behind him. And it's... It just doesn't complement anything well
0: and well, I'll, also if you do it enough it's cheesy no, like it's it feels it almost feels cheesy like it's like the same trope over and over why
1: i'm dreading van halen's album on here because well, i don't yeah. I, for, first off i hate the song jump hate that song and that is on that album that we have to listen to so i'm really dreading that already but that's just how they all sound Robert Plant has the same sound, but he doesn't override it how this this does. Uh, whatever. We can
0: move on. Okay. This next song is called Let Me Take You Home Tonight, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to give you a lot of information about the song, but right now I'm making a vow, and it starts on this song. Mm-hmm. I'm done repeating myself on this podcast. I'm done. We do it
1: quite often.
0: Right here tapping the table i'm done repeating myself on this podcast refer to exhibit four damn songs ago i can't even remember what it was called (laughs) when i said i'm not gonna damn say it again that's how i feel about this song they say let me take you home tonight like 20 times at the end in a row i'm not feeling it an album has not made me do this in a while Boston.
1: Heard of your her
0: first name, he hates Boston. Hey! Let's get that. I did not in. say that. <laughs> let's get that. Let's get that. I did in. not say that. Have you seen the picture today, though? <laughs> what
1: is that?
0: Massachusetts.
1: I had no part in that.
0: Oh, I had full part in that, and I'll totally take part in it. Y'all eat English muffins. What are you doing? Continue.
1: All right so I guess for the end of this album the song does make a lot of sense but it's not a strong ending which is disappointing to say the least I'm over the organ at this point because they used it too frequently and too like up front to really bring it out as a secret weapon or as a special instrument that's not featured a lot in rock (laughs) Um, so yeah that sucked Tom he's the guitarist he also produced this he also wrote I'm pretty sure like every single song on this album Um, he's a very talented guitarist, but man, there are a lot of solos that sound very, not like the same, but very related, which I guess makes sense because it's all on one singular album, so everything's going to sound similar, but it's just like, okay, we get it, you know, Mm -hmm. he's a guitarist, but I'm going to say the reason I think that they do that is because it's the most powerful slash talented part of this album. So maybe that's why they put him, you know, forward so much Uh in his guitar pieces. Because everything else is just mediocrity. Um,
0: Mediocrity. That's a good way to put this mm -hmm. up.
1: Thank you. But the very end of the song partially recovers by the chorus and people are like singing slash chanting, you know. Um, It's like a choir almost. And they're just singing the title over and over again. And the instrumentals get heavier and a lot louder and stuff like that. But honestly, it... Mm, wasn't the ending I was really looking for.
0: Yeah, there was just a big sound collage yeah. of just in your face towards the end, and I wasn't feeling that. It
1: was just a cluster.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cluster <laughs> F word. Cluster <laughs> fart. Cluster <laughs> F word.
1: <laughs> you hear me? Um. So, yeah. Final thoughts on this album. This
0: album was mediocre. Um. This yeah. album wasn't necessarily bad. I didn't hate myself listening to it. I could have head-bopped to these songs. Not
1: like you, Creed. Woo! Yes,
0: it's not like you, Creed. Creed, you're down at 92, baby. Um, <laughs> but, Dang. Uh, yeah, this album was just mediocre. Honestly, it might be in like my 50s, my 60s, down there. I'm just...
1: They threw you off the cliff.
0: I don't... I don't know why you're up here, Boston.
1: Sorry, Boston. I
0: don't know why you're up here. Well, okay. Huh? But- wait, but let me let me just check real quick. They ain't on this list again, <laughs> and I okay. damn for sure could tell why. Shit.
1: <laughs> okay, you need to stay over there for a minute. Um, I won't lie. When I did see Boston on this list, I was ready to absolutely just dog this. I because the only song that I'd heard over and over again was more than feeling. And I was like, if this is what Boston is, mm. then I don't want it. Basically, same way with Jump by Van Halen. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But I was I was kind of surprised. Uh, it's nothing revolutionary, you know. But I guess in 1976, and I guess kind of now, it is relatively killer in some ways.
0: You do have to put yourself in that time period. That's... Like, what yeah. else like this was... Not what else, but how... Often, with stuff like this coming out in 1976, like right, this was relatively fresh.
1: Because if I hadn't read that it was '76, I would have put it in like the late 70s, early 80s, yeah. So, I think it was a little bit before its time, but again, I also wasn't alive in '76, or Mm. like so, I really don't know what it was like, you know. And it's not
0: my job to. uh, Empathize with you people that were alive <laughs> I you were gonna say, in 1976. I
1: you were gonna say, and it's not my job to know about music. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> it's not my job to know about this album. Okay, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't give a damn. But I am out here listening.
1: Technically, this isn't a job.
0: Listening to all this, I don't need to know anything. All right, <laughs> I've been sitting here spewing garbage out of my mouth for 56 going on 57 episodes. Okay, <laughs>
1: this is 57. I think
0: consume the garbage
1: anyway so <laughs> <laughs> I would not listen to Boston regularly yeah there are a few songs that I might throw in every now and then and be like "Facts." oh yeah that's a pretty Why good is Bill song Bill
0: Withers not on this list sorry like this. just the two that
1: is lean not on me we are not strong okay okay let's, please let me wrap this up <laughs> Um, I'll and I probably wouldn't recommend this to a lot of people either, but Billboard really amped it up. Like, if you read the description on that list, on their diamond album list, they really talked highly. Yeah, about certain... okay. I was agreeing, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it does need to be knocked down Okay I'm going to say solid fifties right now, and we'll get to that point later.
0: So, the social medias, the Twitter, Twitter, TDM Pod, TDM Pod. The Instagram, the Diamond Mind Podcast, the YouTube for our face and stuff, Uh, the Diamond Mind. If you look up Diamond Mind Podcast, we should be the first thing that pops up. Um, Follow us, like us, find my email message, do all the stuff, share it with your friends, share it with your mom, share it with your dog, share it with Montana, Uh, share it with just about everybody, Um, unless you don't want to, which that's also okay. I don't get uh, get why you wouldn't, like this is the best podcast known to man. But anyways... Facts. This has been the Diamond Line Podcast. We'll be back at you next week
1: with Taylor Swift, baby! <laughs>